we are back with another episode of the They're Here podcast. I am Lacey Lou, and with me as always is Derek Boo Boo. What's up, Derek? Nothing much, Lacey. You know, it's been shorter than the last time when we said we were going to record our next episode. But, uh, yeah, we're back finally for another one, and, you know, it's great. Yeah, number nine. I like totally got the numbers uh, wrong when we did the commentary on Serial Mom, um, but I'm really excited for this one. Uh, we're doing found footage. Yeah, subgenre, which I'm usually, my history of found footage films is I like a lot of found footage films, but then there's like some of the, like those super like generic ones that come to theaters, like some of the Blumhouse ones where it's like, the formulaic storyline where you're like, oh my like god. the gallows? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I probably was too harsh on that movie when it first came out. You know, it was like, you know, it's just formulaic as all fucking when I first watched it. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> uh, well, see, I, like, I'm a big fan of, like, paranormal activity. Like, I feel like there's different, like, genres of found footage. You can either go... Um, you know, the supernatural aspect, or you can go realism. Yeah. You know, um, which one do you kind of prefer? I think we're doing both on this show with both of our picks, so. Mm. You know, it's weird with me, because I like kind of like both of them, so I don't know which one I would actually pick over the other. But, uh, yeah, you know, you got like the, yeah, it depends on the movie, I guess. In the mood. Yeah. Yeah, and the mood and how the story's told and stuff like that and how it goes down and the characters within the story. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, I think... I remember, like, when The Blair Witch come out, came out. Um, it was so big, and it had one of the biggest, um, you know, word of mouth following. Yeah. And I just remember the trailers for that movie, and it was, like, the first time, like, you, like, I personally seen, oh, it's the scariest movie ever, scariest movie ever. Um, but I didn't see it till it came out on video, because I remember my grandparents and my mom all went to go see it, and they, like, hated it. <laughs> um, and then uh, we rented it, and I wasn't a fan either, and I'm still not. Yeah, it's been a... The thing is, I look, the story behind The Blair Witch is more interested in the actual movie to me and that yeah. chance of like all the you know when the p- little posters missing people per posters all around like certain areas of the three cast members of making a fake documentary to go along with the movie that that stuff interests me a lot more than the actual movie you know what i mean yeah i think that's really cool um, one thing that I remember from, um, it's not a found footage movie, but, uh, Wrong Turn 6, they actually had to, like, shelve copies because they, uh, had a missing, an actual missing person's picture in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, there was that huge controversy with that. Yeah. I remember that happened, too, when that first came out. They had to actually pull, like, the disc and stuff from stores. I, yeah, I, 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 I own it. I think you can't even barely get a copy of that anymore, that one. Yeah, I think it's like, it's definitely OOP, but um, I don't know why I just abbreviated that out of print. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Uh, no, I found footage, I love it. Um, I think because sometimes it does feel real, shaky cams have never bothered me. I know, you know, a lot of people are like, I hate the shaky cam film, blah, 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 blah. But it's never something that's like, unless it's so much, God, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, it's not like it's as bad as, oh, God, what was that movie? Uh, Bait, when the, the 3D aspect of it. Um, like, it was just shoddy 3D, in my opinion. And when you don't watch, like, the 3D version of it, it, like, hurts your eyes. Is Bait the movie with the shark with the supermarket? Yes. Like, I just, I just think it was poorly, like, filmed. Yeah, it kind of felt, like, a little cheaper. You know, even, like, some of the special effects look cheap in that one. But, ironically enough, I kind of like the fucking silly storyline of sharks in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Did that come out before or after Sharknado? 
Damn, now you're making me think. Where's Donnelly when you need him? I know, right? Um, well, I'm sure if I posted it in Fresh Cuts. You know what? I'm going to do that right now, and let's see how long it takes him to respond. Okay. I, I'm, I'm curious. All right, so let's see. Hey, at Donnelly. We're doing this right now. <laughs> Which came out first? First, uh, bait or uh, what was shark? Sharknado. Shark, Sharknado, yeah. He's probably gonna be like, oh, he's already read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see how long it takes. He's probably just gonna be like, why couldn't you just Google it? Because we we're seeing how quickly you'd respond on. <laughs> yeah, we're testing you. You'll find out later when you hear this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's like that's why he's good. It's you know he's there when you need him. Yes. Um, so have you been watching anything new? Nothing new on the movie front. Ironically enough, this is gonna be kind of weird. I've been getting kind of into Grey's Anatomy. Oh no shit! <laughs> I like it's a show I'd never watched, and I'm like, I love it. I'm like, why haven't I been watching this? It's literally about like doctors fucking other doctors. Well, I think that's any doctor show. But, <laughs> but you know, one, the characters yeah, are endearing. Yeah, even like some of like, because uh, I'm in like season five now. Like, uh, you know, like there was this whole subplot where like, uh, you know, uh, Catherine Heigl's character who fell in love with a patient, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And oh, now, so good. Yeah, but now it's like she's going crazy and she's seen him not really there. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's but, getting good, though. When they pulled his uh, HVAC cord. Yeah. Uh, no, like, that's what's so good. That, I think that's what made Grace so great, uh, was that it had all of these, like, big actors, and um, it had all these big actors, and, you know, a lot of the times they don't make it. <laughs> like, basically, you kind of know, like, if you're a bigger name and you're guesting on Grace, you're probably going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but not always, not always. Like, and then sometimes they'll survive and then they'll die later. <laughs> yeah, they'll come back later for another episode. Just to die. Like, the procedure didn't hold. <laughs> like, like you, just when you think you have victory, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But, uh, nothing really. I rewatched Willie's Wonderland again because I actually just got the Blu ray with a few uh, gift card money from Best Buy that I had. Nice. And, I love that movie. You know, it's my type of movie where it's just goofy, over the top, you know, silent lone warrior Nick Cage just fights animatronic demons. Yeah, I like uh, I like Nicolas Cage, period. Um, and I mean, he didn't have to say a fucking single word in that movie, and it's still dope. Yeah, you know, you know, I hear people saying, like, why doesn't he talk? Because if you look in the. Uh, the background of what it's kind of based on, like that Five Nights of Freddy thing. The main character in that video game doesn't talk either. No. <laughs> yeah. I've never played it, so. I me mean, neither, really. I just was. Re- re- I, I watched a few videos, like, of trailer reactions, and that's what people said that had played it. You know, when the trailer first came out. It was hilarious, the trailer for this movie, too, because it started a, a chicken soup for the Teenage Soul Productions for since. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have the board game and read those books. <laughs> Me too, yo. And it was weird because most of them had Bill Cosby stories in them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that not didn't happening. age well. No. <laughs> that joke um, didn't age well. <laughs> um, I've been watching, um, or I watched that new Netflix movie, The Woman in the Window, with Amy Adams and uh, Julian Moore. We all know my distaste for her, but um, I liked her in Boogie Nights. That's about it. I this movie, I it was supposed to come to theaters last year, and I was like really excited about it because I like the aspect of Rear Window. Um, you know, Disturbia is okay. I think Disturbia is a bit overhyped just because probably the time frame that it came out with, uh, you know, Shia and every girl wanted to bone him. Um, and it also, I think, is that Amber Heard that's in that? I think so. It's been a while since I've seen It's either Amber Heard or Teresa Palmer. I, I think it's Amber Heard, though. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so the woman in the window, uh, it's just not good. It was bad. Like, I fell asleep on it and had to, like, restart it. Yeah, I never peeped that one yet. Yeah, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's something that I watched recently that I hadn't seen. Um, that was good. I mean, I've been prepping like crazy for Slumber Party. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the thing. Because most of my, like, watches have been for, like, other, like, show content. Oh. Like, the Summer Series and shit like that. It's been kind of rough. I'm almost done with some of my summer watches for that show. But, you know, then it's just time to record after that. <laughs> oh, uh, we should give, um, you know, a, a in memoriam rest in peace here to uh, Charles Grodin. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks. Uh, uh, Beethoven's, like, maybe the first movie I've ever seen him in when yeah. I was a kid. You know, and then later, like, I watched some of his older movies, like Midnight Run. And uh, he was also in the 76 King Kong as, like, the human villain piece of that movie. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he's pretty good. He plays a great asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he he's one of those people that, like, you know, he kind of play that character that you, like, seek his approval. Like, he did it with Clifford and Beethoven and seems like old times. Uh, my personal favorite role of his, aside from seems like old times, is um, Heart and Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. I've, I've... I cry every time I watch it. Like it, I watched it last year again, and because Dan had never seen it, and uh, yeah, it definitely hits me in my heart and my soul. Yeah, I used to watch that all the time with my sister. It was my sister's movie too. I love uh, Tom Sizemore as Milo in that. <laughs> right, and they're singing "Walk Like a Man." Walk like a man, and when his parents walk on, it's just him singing by himself. <laughs> Oh, I did see um, Separation, um, which it, it's kind of, um, I would say it's like in the vein of, uh, like, Before I Wait, kind of. Um, uh-huh. It, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's obviously kind of your run-of-the-mill, that kind of story dynamic, the main actor, and it wasn't the greatest, but, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, like, I don't want to give, like, any spoilers because it is a newer film. And then, obviously, seeing uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah, I, do. I was. I haven't had a chance to see it, but because I've been not hearing great things. <laughs> well, if um, everybody knows, me and Dan covered all nine films on Cut um, to the Chase. So, if you want to hear my thoughts, you can listen to that. Now, quick question: Do you think if you haven't seen, like, if you didn't just watch like all the Saw movies, maybe you would have enjoyed the movie a little bit better? You know, that's a good question, um, because before, like, I never did, like, a full marathon uh, watching them back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Seeing the connectivity is what makes those films so unique and so cool. And I don't believe this is a spoiler. Um, You know, if you're anticipating to have, like, a big connection to the other movies, you just don't, aside from John Kramer in name. Um, This is a separate, uh, you know, copycat killer. And, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, and that's what you get when it is a copycat. So, like, I guess, like, if you want to be kind of basic in some capacity, that and that's what you're shooting for. Um, I No, I think I would have still felt like it, like, I get it's a copycat, but it definitely does rip off elements from previous films. Yeah. I just don't know if I would have picked up on them necessarily that they ripped it from the other movies had I not just watched them all. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I could see that happening. You know, um, because before, like, they used to come out, like, every year, and I never, like, watched, like, let's say, like, I'm going to see part four. I didn't watch part three, like, right before, you know, the first three prior to going to see part four back-to-back, you know? Yeah. Um, But, no, I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, Maybe I'll like it better on a second watch, because I'm sure I'll watch it again, but as it stands right now, it just wasn't my favorite thing. <laughs> no, I hear you. And that's, you're not the only one in there. It's, it's, I've been hearing that a lot from people, you know, even like, you know, I messaged Carly earlier and after she saw her with JP and she was like, I don't even know how to fucking rate this thing. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. yes. So that's, you know, concludes kind of like what I've been watching recently. Should we get into our picks? Yeah, let's get into it. 
All right, you're up first. I'm up first for once, you know. It's like I finally picked a movie that's older than Lacey's pick. It is, it is. <laughs> do I normally do I pick a lot of newer movies? Well, you you I usually pick I usually trade it off where well, the thing is, uh, the last time when we did slugs, we actually switched it up where I like, you know, I'm sick of going first all the time. You go, but then it's the time we just do numerical, you know, the next year or from where, uh, you know, your movie's usually like a 2000s movie or my movie's usually a newer movie. Right. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I switch it up because my, because slugs was the only time where we actually switched it from uh you know the oldest to the newest we did the newest to the oldest that time but you know we switch it up every time we like we used to have like a six hour like actor segment (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah my pick speaking of the Blair Witch Project get into that in a minute uh is exists from 2014 directed and co-written by Eduardo Sanchez uh, who is the direct one of the co-directors of the Blair Witch Project? Uh, I actually like a lot of his movies. Uh, he did like Altered, Lovely Molly. Uh, I'm thinking what other ones he's done. He did I haven't a, seen uh, either of those as well. Uh, oh really? Mm-hmm. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty good stuff. Check them. He did the the segment with uh on v, Did you ever see VHS too? Yes, I've seen all the VHSs. I I, I like those a lot. Like, yeah, I like did, the anthology found footage. He he did the one with the bike rider with the GoPro on his head, which kind of plays into some of the stuff in this movie that becomes a zombie. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was Eduardo Sanchez. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of interesting films. Uh, different. To, this is like his full return to like the found footage style since. Blair well, Witch. technically, yeah. Well, technically VHS too, but like for a feature length movie, yeah exists which uh, again to a little uh, synopsis here a group of friends who venture into the remote texas woods for a party weekend find themselves stalked by bigfoot now what made you pick this one yeah it's like a creature feature type movie and i kind of like you know the thing that a lot of people complain about blair witch which he did is you don't get to see the witch and uh, for Bigfoot movies in general, a lot of them are found footage, and you rarely see the Bigfoot. The thing I like about this movie, they actually show the Bigfoot in this film. Yeah, I was curious if that was what was going to happen or not as well, as because you don't see it for a while Yeah. Uh, watching it. So I was curious if it was going to be, you know, something... Like, because we talked uh, when we were discussing what we were going to do for this episode, we kind of talked about Willow Creek a little bit. Because I think it came out the same year as this. I hadn't seen this one, but I've seen Willow Creek. And you just kind of, like, get uh, Bigfoot's wife in that one, I think, (laughs) Um, at the end. Or that's what it looked like. I don't know. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen it. But did it actually show Bigfoot in that one? No. No, okay. No, that was the lady that he was mating with or something bigfoot was mating with maybe maybe oh god it's been a while but yeah i just remembered like the last image and it was like is that supposed to be like a human or is that supposed to be bigfoot (laughs) well you know how bigfoot is it's usually considered like an ape-like humanoid figure so it could have been a bigfoot woman well, yeah, I mean, the thing with Bigfoot is, is like, obviously, it's spanned years and uh, conspiracy theorists. And do you believe Bigfoot exists? Uh, I I believe, like, the stories, but I haven't seen it. So uh, I, I'll see it until I believe it. It's not kind of like that segment with it, where, you know, you see, like, you know, like they have that famous photograph of Bigfoot back in the day. That was, you know, they found out it was a hoax. But, you know, they had, like, written stories like Davy Crockett met the Bigfoot and ancient, you know, I, I want to say that there's something out there because you never know. And, you know, that's the thing that I like about this movie. The main, uh, the guy that's doing, like, most of the camera work in the movie, he's, he wants to believe. And he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, did you see this, like, when it first came out? 
Uh, right when it came out on DVD, I didn't see not see this in theaters. Uh, was this I, a theater movie? I think so. Maybe like a limited. Okay. Yeah, because I don't remember like hearing anything about it until like maybe the last couple years. Yeah, because I remember seeing like the ads like on YouTube and stuff where it says from the director of the Blair Witch Project takes you back to the woods. That's like one of the taglines for this movie. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know it. I like the cast, you know, it's a you know, group of friends uh, going to, like, their uncle's private house, a cabin in the woods. We, we've seen this storyline before, you know. You know, we have, like, a... Uh, speaking of which, probably the most famous person in this movie that I recognize now is Dora Madison. Which, is that the one from Bliss? Bliss and uh, VFW, yeah. This is, like, her first movie. Well, she was also in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, the TV series, right? Yeah. I mean, I've never watched it, but, uh, like, Dan, before he fell asleep, he was like, hey, let's, let's check for Friday Night Lights. <laughs> it's Friday Night Lights, yeah. And then uh, he, we briefly talked about how much we disliked Bliss. <laughs> well, I don't think we probably necessarily gave that a fair shake. It's just not, I don't know, it was loud. It's a Bliss was a loud movie. Well, ironically enough, it does tell you that it's going to be loud. Does it? Yeah, there's like a thing. It does the has the same uh, title card from the tr- Driller Killer where it played this. This movie is going to be loud and in your face. It actually steals the same like a uh, catchphrase from the beginning of the Driller Killer because pretty much that movie is just Driller Killer with a vampire. The only Arrow movie like I owned for like the longest time uh, was Driller Killer, and I still haven't even watched it. Uh, yeah, it's not for everyone, Driller Killer. It's a, it's Abel Ferreira who, you know, he actually stars in the movie too. He, uh, he plays the title Driller Killer. It's very art housey, where it's actually about an artist, like Blisses, and he, the soothe his pains and get inspiration. He goes and drills people to death. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know. The thing I like about this movie so much is Bigfoot, when you think that Bigfoot's just attacking them, and then when the reveal happens of why Bigfoot is attacking them, I was like, wow. He's just, she's just like getting revenge for what happened. Yeah. To her young. You know, it's fucked up when you find out. You're like, you're like oh, I hope these people survive. And you're like, you motherfuckers. Well, is Bigfoot a man or a woman? Uh, the thing is, I don't know, because it kind of has, like, female features to it when you look at it close. It, it, I think it might be a female. Well, that's an interesting premise or concept, then. Um, because, well, I mean, well, what did Bigfoot mate with, or do they, <laughs> can they mate? <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that maybe they they rest for a certain time in a certain area. Like, just to a get colony bur- of Bigfoots? Yeah, maybe they go to, like, a certain area to give birth, to train their youth before they put them back with the colony. But doesn't that, like, kind of, like, take away from, like, the lore of Bigfoot? Because it's just supposed to be this creature that there's, like, only one Bigfoot, and now in this one there's more than one? Well, no, because you hear story, because, you know, you hear, like, folklore stories of, like, Sasquatch-like creatures from all over the world, and each one of them is different in their own ways. Like, you know, they have the Yetis and like the Himalayans. Uh, you know, they have different folklore tales. So, not, not no one really knows what how many Bigfoots they're actually supposed to be. Because when you look at it, there's stories about like these creatures all around the world. So there has to be more than one if they do exist. So where do they come from? You know. Right. Do you? Um think that I'm sorry um do you think that this played more okay so I for me the the problem that I had with this film um was that it kind of like you don't see Bigfoot like right away right and that's fine but there's a scene in it to where like this girl's like lifted up and you don't see anything on camera but you just see her being lifted up and it's Uh almost like it's like a paranormal activity thing kind of going on and then she just, like, gets tossed, and, like, you don't see, like, it, like, what's it, tossing her. 
<laughs> Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. The, the thing with this movie is he kind of... This, this actually is a good point to bring up the VHS2 segment. uses a lot of GoPro cameras, mm-hmm. which... You know, it's kind of a different style for Iwato because, you know, usually, you know, Blair Witch is just the one camcorder type deal. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this one actually, some scenes I'm like, is, are you, I'm not, when I first picked it, I'm like, am I, am I sure this is found footage in certain aspects of it? But I'm like, oh, no, he set up GoPro cameras. He actually explained it in the movie. So I'm like, okay, thank God, because I was getting scared for a while. Because I tried to, I, actually, this is a funny story, side note, uh, I was going to review this movie undocumented for found footage week. I'm the old YouTube channel. I was part of body bags. Mm-hmm. I started watching it and I'm like, Oh fuck. It's not a full found footage movie. <laughs> oh, you know, I hate when that happens, but <laughs> yeah, the, the GoPro angle, it kind of headed it a little bit more until the very end where you get a good look of it, which, yeah. you know, it's like, is something going on? You know, you you don't get a good look of it throughout the movie, which I'm fine with. You know, I've seen a lot worse that did this, too, in that sense where, you know, like, some movie, another found footage movie, The Frankenstein Theory. Holy shit, that movie is fucking awful. <laughs> you know? Another thing that, like, I noticed through this, um, there's, like, a point to where, like, they find this hair and um, it totally looks like, you know, like a woman's bush or something. Um, but, um, you know, it's obviously like Bigfoot hair. Um, but then it shows Bigfoot, right? And the hair looks completely different. And that's when the reveal kind of works for me. Um, because the hair matched of that. Um, yeah. You know, I'll just spoil it because that's what we do. Because we're here. Um I'll just cut to the chase. Um, the the baby, uh, baby Bigfoot. <laughs> it's baby yeah. Bigfoot hair. Um, and yeah, no, it's actually kind of really sad. Yeah, because you like, just stare at this baby corpse, Bigfoot. It's like yeah, fucking grueling. It, and it like elongates on it on the baby Bigfoot for like a long time. But the thing is, they hit him at the beginning of the movie. Like you never knew what they hit until that moment. Yeah, I, I kind of like this angle because the reveal makes the movie work better for me, too, because this thing is just getting revenge for what these fucking assholes did to its baby. They well, didn't I know that. They, they didn't mean to do it, though. They didn't do it. They didn't mean to do it, but, you know, they didn't go check either. That's true. You know, like, you know, because Bigfoot, that's what I like. This Bigfoot's kind of like a human. It just wanted and let the other, the main, the last surviving dude fucking live. Because, because that's what sorry. they had to do. Because he said sorry, you know? Yeah. That's what I like about it. It gives, like, Bigfoot... More like this, depth to the story as opposed it, to just a monster flick. Yeah, he, he, even the, it gives more depth to the monster. It gives it makes him kind of, the monster, the Bigfoot, more humanized in a way in that sense. You know? Yeah, I liked that aspect a lot, too, actually. And a uh, quick note, Brian Steele, who actually plays the Bigfoot, he actually played Bigfoot before. And what? The Harry and the Hendersons TV show. He was Harry. I've never seen Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> Dan tried to get me to watch it one night, and I was like, I'm not ready for all this. <laughs> <laughs> you got it now. It's great. You At least watch the movie. It's got John Lithgow in it, yo. The Trinity Killer. Yeah, he's pretty good in it. Uh, but yeah, I I enjoy this movie for what it is. Isn't the best found footage movie ever? No. But, but... I, they do say that um, it is highly acclaimed for a Bigfoot film, though. Yeah, that's what I'm, it's probably one of the better Bigfoot movies out there, to be honest. Like, it like might why be... is Bigfoot so hard to do? I... Like, I mean, you get, like, these monster Godzilla and, you know, King Kong movies. Like, why is it so hard to do a Bigfoot movie? I'm not sure. You know, there's some that I like more than others. Like, you know, a lot of the found footage one. This is probably the best found footage Bigfoot movie because they actually show fucking Bigfoot in it. You know, the the you know I, I like Willow Creek for what it is, but you know I wish they did show a little bit more at the very end. That's probably my major gripe with Willow Creek because you're waiting for it because you know you the think about it. Yeah, exactly because you have like that whole tent scene that takes up like half the movie. 
Now, there's there's another movie. I believe it's about a bear, though. I, I'm, is the movie named Bear? Like, it's a found footage movie as well. Um, hmm. It was, like, or is it Back County, maybe? Or Back, back County. That back sounds... Backcountry. Backcountry. Back yeah, I think that's the bear one. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, in the vein of these as well. Like, similar setup, only it's a bear. Yeah, I've never seen that one. I like that other dude's other movie, though, Pie Wacker. Oh, Pie Wacker. I think that's what made me uh, prompt to watch it. Like, it wasn't bad. It just, um, it kind of reminded me of Willow Creek, too, because I think it's a similar setup to what happens in that. Yeah. I'll check but, it out eventually. But, I uh, guess, like, I'm not, like, a big camper person, you know, like, camping-wise, like, or, like, I'll go camping, like, I'll stay in a cabin or whatnot, but, like, you're definitely not going to see me, like, trolloping through the goddamn woods no, like, I, never no like i'm either gonna go to my car go to the lake i'm not you're not gonna catch me hiking period pass all the way like i'm not an outdoorsy person like that that's just not me like i'll sit on a boat and fish potentially um but you just will never see me like in a setting to where i'm like in a tent in the middle of fucking nowhere pass hard pass all the way it's not that i'm like scared or anything it's just not my thing yeah. So I think that's why it's harder for me to relate to some of these, uh, you know, found footage movies, especially when it comes to where they're literally in a tent in the middle. Oh, well, we're trying to find this location, but, you know, it's getting dark. So let's uh, plop down right here and uh, then shit happens. So we're never going to make a tour destination the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. This one, this one's a little bit more reasonable where, you know, it's like the two of the guys uncle's cabin. It's a shitty wood. cabin, though. It is. Like, There's why no... is it so shitty? Like, that was, like, they're bringing everybody up there to, like, go party or whatever. Like, I'm sorry. I'd rather go stay in, like, a fucking four-resort hotel. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, this cabin is not an adventure for me. Like, it looks gross and grimy. I mean, I guess maybe in that capacity, I'd probably rather go sleep in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know maybe it's like they're used to this partying up there or something or been there before you know yeah. it was fucked up that they didn't they just didn't tell their uncle no one knew they were going so that's because that's a plot line in the movie your uncle will come searching for us he doesn't know we're here i'm like <laughs> what you know you know this movie's goofy in that sense where you know it has you know but you know it's like the evil dead motto too where people go to a cabin in that sense too with that film which yeah. i kind of like it feels simplistic in that sense you know it's a cabin in the woods type movie which i like i like that you know right you know it's it's a simple movie but what what's one of your favorite scenes in the movie i like when i, I like the very end um you know i like when you see bigfoot there and or baby bigfoot and then all of the friends are, like, lined up that, you know, Mama Bigfoot, <laughs> we're just going to call him Mama Bigfoot, uh, you know, lined him up, like, right directly across from Baby Bigfoot. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's like, come on, guys, get in. Like, he's realizing they're all dead. And then, you know, just that realization that he is the only one left standing. Yeah, it was actually funny the first time I ever watched this movie. I'm like, are they doing, like, a happy birthday to me fucking thing where they have all the dead bodies sitting around? Yeah, but no, I mean, I think it was just kind of, like, sad because, like, Bigfoot drug him to, you know, right where the baby was. So, like, now you know. Like, so Bigfoot is an intelligent life form, as we kind of covered. But, no, I think that's probably an impactful scene. Yeah. And, like, the flies, like, surrounding baby Bigfoot, like, it just felt real in that moment. Um, the flies look great. Yeah, it, 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 that that whole thing was like the first time I seen them. Like, oh god, you know, like this is fucked. I was like, well, wait, what's happening? Oh shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, my favorite shot of the movie is actually the shot where after like Dora Madison's spoilers, of course, peeps. Dora Madison's dead, and they're in like that trailer, and oh, you yeah. see you see him looming up, and you just see fucking Bigfoot jumping down into the fucking trailer. That's my favorite shot of the whole movie. 
which, you know, you just see, like, the anticipation. This Bigfoot is not fucking around. And, you know, I like, like, a lot of the scenes are this big... Bigfoot's just... That scene where fucking Bigfoot's just stalking that dude on the bike, and he's just belting. He's just fucking running, you know. <laughs> and he just fucking fucks that dude up, you know. I just like the brutality of the Bigfoot. He does not give no fucks. And then when we find out, like, your favorite scene in the reveal of it, it makes total sense why he gives no fucks. Yeah, the scene where, you know, the trailer starts rolling. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of, well, I guess it would remind me of this now, but it kind of reminded me of um, the new Wrong Turn when that log is rolling. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck, like, how do they even, like, get that to Like, is it, like, on a spinning machine, like, uh, when it's rolling, yeah. Yeah, maybe, or maybe they just did, like, a trick thing with the camera. That's usually how they trick do it. They just spin the camera around, usually, sometimes. But, you know, yeah, it looked fucking cool. I love that whole build-up to that scene, and then it ends with fucking Bigfoot just jumping down like that. (laughs) I love it. And, you know, tech- yeah. Huh? yeah, 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 I was just you want to rate this? I think we should. Um, we'll let you go first since this is your movie. Yeah, I really enjoy this one for what it is. You know, it's it just has that feeling that it's probably the best Bigfoot movie, one of the best Bigfoot movies out there. There's a few that I really like, like Primal Rage. Uh, I was thinking of another one off the top of my head, Night of the Demon, which is like an early 80s one that's pretty good. Where uh, if you haven't seen that, Bigfoot rips a penis off. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we'll come with that one day. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I dig this one a lot. You know, it's super well directed, super tense moments within it. It just has a great climax, in my opinion. So I'm gonna give it a 4.5 out of five. I I really enjoy it for what it is. You know, and it does well. It's it's really fucking good. Right on. Um, for me, I'm not, like, so big into, like, creature features, as you know. Yeah. Um, I do like found footage, though. Um, but like I said, I like the second half of this movie a lot better than I liked the first half. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think it took a little bit. I mean, like, they hit something you don't really know, and then it, like, they go into the cabin, and then things slowly kind of start to happen, but quickly, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah. I really like the second half of it much better. Um, I'm not huge into, like, Bigfoot, period. Um, so I don't know a whole lot, as you can tell. Like, as I'm saying, like, words like lore, just to sound cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, like I said, the ending was uh, pretty effective. And for that, I got to go with a three. That's I'm, that's fair for you. Because, yeah, I like that score for you, you know, for a first-time watch. I'm glad you dug it as much as you did, you know? Yeah, I mean, I didn't absolutely hate it. So, I mean, I think I gave Saw Spiral um, a lower rating. <laughs> what did you give it, like, a one? I remember, I listened to the show. I think, you uh, gave it like a... I, think I gave it a 2.5, maybe? Oh. Uh. Somewhere around there. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, you know, for found footage and being about something that I don't really care about but it made me care about it at the end um yeah so i'm gonna go with three nice nice yeah i agree with you you know it has like that basic like found footage setup like like these type of movies where it's like friends going to the woods hey what are you doing hey we got, you know the black dude's making out of the white girl you know <laughs> you know like hey what are you doing why are you filming me yo come on bro <laughs> you know but, well, no, yeah. I appreciate you recommending it, and, you know, it gave me a reason to watch it, so. That's all that matters, you know. That's all that matters. And with that, we are getting into my pick for this found footage episode. Oh, yeah. Which we're moving on up to 2016. Um, this is... And I think that, you know, what we're kind of going for with this found footage aspect was to, you know, give something that obviously neither you or I have seen, which is kind of a constant theme with us. And you had not seen this one, so I was surprised because you've literally seen fucking everything. And (laughs) my film is 2016's Capture, Kill, Release. And I will read the synopsis. 
a couple ra- <clears throat> I can't talk. A couple plots to murder a random stranger just for the thrill of it. But things turn ugly when one of them decides not to go through with it. Dude, I was in a relationship like this dude in this movie. What not, do you not mean? To, not to this extreme, but this dude should have fucking broke up with this girl right away when he first <laughs> met her. You know? Uh, yeah, she's fucking nuts. Dude. So, what do you mean? Fucking... You dated a girl, um, like it, Jennifer? Like, kind of like a mental, like you know, control. And it was more mental abuse for her than physical. In that okay. sense, you know, she's like, come on, you want to do this with me? Come on, babe. Come on, you want to, you know, like, you want to go rob this store with me? Come on, let's do it. <laughs> That's the but, worst that ever came to is robbing a store, but, you know. Did you rob the store? Yes. You did? Yes. No, you didn't. Well, I used to be a big shoplifter back in the day. Well, what, all right, so what did you take? Clothes to sell in the street. I didn't realize how big of a G you were, Derek. You know, I wasn't really big of a G. I had a fucking bad habit problem. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You lived the town. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Only just not robbing banks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, well, I'm glad that you got rid of her. Um, so was this movie like a trigger green? Yeah, it kind of did trigger me. In that sense, we're like, damn, dude, fucking kill her now. Get it <laughs> over with before this actually goes through. You know, once you started to drown the cat, I'm like, okay, that's when you fucking pack up and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> now, did you like the premise of this film, though? I did. This film actually surprised the fuck out of me. And so many, like, the first, the, the main female, she played mm-hmm. fucking batshit crazy. Fucking fantastic. Like, too well, right? She should have been like a, she should have won a fucking Oscar. <laughs> um yeah no uh i like how like i watched this with dan as well because he had never seen it and this was one of my top uh 10 movies of 2016 so um i always like it's another one that i like to mention or have recommend for people to watch um i think it's it's actually probably in my top 10 of found footage as well um just because it is different than you know like i said you mostly get a lot of supernatural from found footage these days and mostly period so this one is actually you know it does take place like it could happen yeah there's there's fucked like i said there's fucked up bitches like this in real life (laughs) well there's fucked up dudes like this in real life too true true that true that that. (laughs) but you know what i mean no, but, like, um, so they decide that they're going to film everything, and I, I like the build-up to it, because you don't know, like, you kind of think you know where it's going to go, and it does kind of play out that way, um, but not exactly. Um, so they're looking to, so she obviously wants to kill somebody, and uh, I, I thought that was just kind of a neat little premise, like, they're sitting in the car, like, talking about what's on or off limits of killing somebody. Yeah. Now, like, they're like, okay, no children, no no women, uh, no people of ethnicities. Yeah, he keeps um, adding other people, too. That's like, that gives me flags right away. Like, this guy does not want to do this at all. doesn't want to kill anybody. Like, it's narrowed everybody down. So she finds this homeless dude. <laughs> Poor Gary. He's one of my favorite characters, too. He's so nice. Fucking, he's like, yeah, thank you for, yeah. For inviting me into your home. Hey, no, it's okay. I'll leave. No, okay, I'll have some pie. This is some great pie. <laughs> Feels so bad. Um, yeah, no, he did a great job. Like, I feel like, you know, he just wanted a nice meal. And, like, obviously he's not, like, a bad person. And that I think that kind of shows you, like, her level of psychosis. Um, you know, of how psycho she really is. Yeah, because, like... Like, the first scene when we meet Gary, we also meet Rich Asshole Dude, where, <laughs> you know, she's, you know, she's, he talks back to her, which I probably would have, too, to be honest. I wouldn't want some weird lady filming me, you know, like that, you know, but, yeah, she's fucking, she, like, after she called him, like, said to fuck off and shit to her, she was obsessed with him after, she's like, I'm leaving you, Gary, now, Goodbye. 
I'm going to fucking kill this fucking dude. I'm going to find out everything. She stalks this dude for hours and days on it. Now, now, I have a question for you. Do you think she would have killed him had she found out he wasn't cheating on his wife? I don't... Well, at the, at no, the moment... No, because it just gave her, like, an extra uh, motivation. But, I mean, Gary didn't do jack shit to her aside from not having any family. You probably still kill him. Yeah, right. I mean, she is psycho, and, yeah, the cat, the poor cat. Yeah, the poor fucking cat. Oh, my God. It felt so bad later when the lady comes to the door. I'm looking for my cat. Have you seen it? Right. Like, I feel like you're kind of watching, like, an adult version of Michael Myers from Rob Zombie's Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the progression of, you know, it's like she's almost, like, childlike in the aspect. Like, she starts with a cat. Because, you know, they say that uh, people that kill animals or kids that kill animals are more likely to, you know, be a murderer or psychopath later on in life. And, or kill, like, take it to the next level. So she starts with the cat and then with the drifter and then with some, like, it gets, like, she takes it, like, from one step to the next each higher. Like, it's like a high for her. Yeah. It's, it gets fucking nuts, like. During that whole dinner scene, I'm just so tense because, you know, look, Gary, what are you doing here? Get out. But then when he gets drugged, like, oh, fuck. And then, the guy's name is Farhang. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's like, what the hell are you doing? We're doing this now. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought we were just kidding. You know, like, he, he, he didn't know that she was fucking serious from the get-go. Uh, I'm like, did you see her in the store with the axe earlier? She's fucking serious, dude. You know, like, I know you love her, but get the fuck out of there now. <laughs> Call the cops, <laughs> you know, do something. Now, this so. was uh, directed and written by uh, Nick uh, McAnulty. Um, yeah, he did, got, what was it, the, um, there was something else. Um, oh, God, what was it? I'm trying to remember... Uh, Uncle Brian. Uncle Brian. Did you ever see Uncle Brian? No. It was a that? comedy drama. Um, it was about this teenager who... Um, God, it was about a teenager who... Um, God. Uh, I'm actually looking up Uncle Brian now. Yeah, look that up. Like, it was good. And, like, it has, like, a similar, like, humor that this did. Um, yeah, dark comedic tragedy about Brian, a teenager who blatantly disregards life's responsibilities and the humorous hazards, the consequences that befa- befall him for feeling that he is above them. Excuse me. But, yeah. Yeah, Farhan was in this as well. Oh, yeah? Well, so I'll that's check this Farhan, out. Farhan, Farhan, yeah, Farhan. I think it's Farhan. I think the G is silent. The G is silent. The G is silent. <laughs> oh, and then the, the rich assholes in this movie, too. Is he? Yeah, he plays Mr. P. Whoever well, that is. I, yeah, you'll have to check that one out as I'll well. I'll have to watch that later because it's on Prime, so I'll watch that later on. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but I really dig the premise of this. Um, you know, I like when, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like he didn't think she was serious. And then he realizes that she is. I mean, like, I feel like he was, like, humoring her at first. Yeah, until it got to, like, you know, like, once the cat came into play, he's like, oh, no. And then later on with Gary, it's like, are you fucking for real right now? Yeah, I feel like it was almost, like, kind of like an arousal kind of talk for him, you know? I. I don't think that, like, he honestly was going to take it any further, period. I think it was just, maybe he thought, like, it aroused her. Maybe it's slightly, like, the possibility of doing it, but, like, never actually doing it. Like, the subtext of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, there is actually quite a bit of sex in this for it being, you know, an hour and 36 minutes. Oh, yeah, they go to Bangtown in this movie. <laughs> they go to Bangtown. Like, like, we're going to just take this person and slit this for us and then, oh, 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 raw dog. Raw dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heather Powell knows all about the raw dog. <laughs> Shout out to Heather. 
Um, yeah, no, uh, this one, like I said, it's, I, I remember people, I think it's abrasive nature a little bit in that regards. I know a lot of people said when it first came out that they weren't a fan of her, but I think that maybe they just didn't understand like her character arc or she's supposed to be that type of, you know, person you want, you, you have to hate her so you could be sympathetic for him. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, I, I really dug the performance. You know, I could see why people didn't. But, yeah, I could see, like, this is a crazy fucking bitch. And now, did, did you think it was going to end well? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, like, maybe at the beginning I was like, you know, after, like, you know, like, she's getting more obsessed and obsessed with it. And then, you know, maybe, you know, it was going to end badly then. And I was right. Yeah, like, he basically knew, like, all right, I have to stop her, otherwise it's just, just going to keep going. Like, yeah. I don't know why he ever thought that it would stop. Because maybe he's just hoping that maybe after this, like, she's like, I just want to kill one guy. Just one person. And then maybe it'll be over. Nope. Once you get that hitch to kill, you want to kill and kill more. Right. And then, like, she's, like, making him do it. Like, she wants him in on it as well. Like, I think she definitely wanted to be, like, a Mickey and Mallory type of thing. Yeah, you know, she had to cover all ground. She, he helped me. You know, well, yeah, case. because they went to the store and, like, they're setting up and, like, figuring out what tools they're going to use. And, like, he even goes into the bathroom, you know, before they kill Gary. And he was just like, yeah, this is how we, like, drip out the blood. And, like, he tells her, like, how they're all going to do it. And then when it comes to doing it... Um, she was like, well, I thought you were going to help me. You told me, you know, like, I mean, what, what do you do at that point if you're him? Walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, it's all on video though. So like he was conspiring with her, so it wouldn't, but he has the video, but he has the, but he had the camera at the time too. He could have just ran out of there with the camera. And then she's like obsessed with filming as well. Like she even gets like her video camera from, like the 1980s, like when she was a yeah, kid. Yeah, from her mom. Yeah, from so, her mom's house. Yeah, so she starts filming on there. Like, I, I still yeah. think they could have got away with Gary's murder. I don't think they could have got away with the last two, though. So that's probably why he's like, we're fucked. Yeah, it got very sloppy. She got sloppy, that. yeah. You know, and the, I another thing, I, I really like how they cut certain scenes, like these, like, f- this old, like, kids photo video I think it's supposed to be her as a kid those little cutaways that they do right kind of in the same vein as like Cloverfield they Mm -hmm. do the Cloverfield I really like that yeah I think it's smart found footage Um, and again it's not like really shaky cam and it's really bloody it's bloody and gooey and dirty and it feels at all the same times Like, I feel like this was a real couple that this was, like, it felt like a real home video. It did. Like, and not the warm, fuzzy ones of, like, my eighth birthday. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like I said, I feel like this could happen. Um, Should we rate it? Yeah, you want me to go first? Yeah. Give it a five out of five. I fucking love this movie. Yeah? It would have probably made my top ten of the year if I seen it in. I think of the reason why I didn't see it, because I was hearing a lot of mixed reviews, and I was like, maybe I should just wait on this and not watch it. Because usually when movies do that, I usually, it depends on, like, because back then I was still not my own kind of reviewer yet either. Mm -hmm. I was still trying to find my voice and the way I would rate movies. Right. In that sense where I probably wouldn't have gave this a fair shake if I didn't see it when it first came out either way anyways. So that's how I feel about Exist as well. Like I, like I probably like would have tuned it out within like five, ten minutes had I not been, you know. Yeah. So I get it completely. For sure. But I'm so glad that you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a five out of five for me too. I think it's completely underrated. Um, I know, like I said, a lot of people were hating on it in the community, and it's unjust. Like people just want like their found footage a certain way, and I, I. the cool thing about found footage is it can be anything. Um, and I would like to see more, you know, like serial killer found footage films. Yeah, um, yeah like actually, 
Hmm? Yeah, actually, I wanted to give a shout out to Bo uh, from uh, Legion Podcast because uh, you met because I, I mentioned we were doing this movie on the one of the episodes I recorded with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that made my top ten of the year. I'm like, oh, that gives me a little more promise to checking it out. <laughs> well, yeah. Glenn, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a five for me. It definitely um, deserves all the accolades that. Um, it deserves more recognition and that's why I wanted to personally do this one for this show is to bring more awareness to it. Um, I know my friend Carly, um, she writes for pop whore as well. Um, the different Carly, Carly with a K. Um, uh-huh. she writes for uh, pop whore as well. And, um, I remember she really, really dug this movie. So it made me want to check it out. Um, cause we have similar taste and yeah, I loved it. And thanks to her, I seen it back when it came out. So, um, yeah, big ups to her on that, and hopefully, you know, more people will watch it after listening to this episode. Yeah, yeah, both movies are on uh, streaming platforms, so you can check both of these out, but definitely check out Catch or Kill release. It's on Tubi, and I think it's even on Prime. I have to double check. Is it? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't check if it was streaming or not, because I have it on, uh, I bought the DVD. <laughs> um, it was one of those that, you know, you have to have. Yeah, I definitely want to pick this up eventually now, too. But, yeah, it's on Tubi if you haven't seen this, peeps. Just check it out. Yeah. Well, that concludes this episode of They're Here. Yeah, episode 9. Wow. I wonder what we're going to be doing for episode 10, Lacey. Cut. Have we we not mentioned it enough already? Or do people even, or have we mentioned it at all? I don't, I don't know if we talked about it there on the episode. I think we maybe jokingly mentioned it on the first episode of this show. We're like, yeah, if we get to episode 10, we're going to uh, do what our show is called. <laughs> or where <laughs> yeah. it was inspired. I don't know. Like, it's kind of funny that, like, it really didn't have anything to do with the movie itself of the conception of the name. It was just more so, like, what are some, like, catchy quotes from mo- horror movies? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it kind of makes sense, like, hey, they're back. They're here, you know. And so, yeah, go ahead and tell them what we're doing. We're doing the entire Poltergeist franchise, peeps, for episode 10. We are. I'm, like, really excited to revisit that as a whole. I've only seen the remake once. I do not remember anything about two and three. Um, I've seen one a shit ton. I mean, yeah, one. Yeah. One's probably the most watched one for sure out of all. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the other the sequels later. I want to save my thoughts on. It's been a while since I watched some of them, but I'll save my personal thoughts on them from the last time I watched them until the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna conclude this episode, guys. With that, uh, we'll be back with Poltergeist for episode ten. Peace. Bye. I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through.